Welcome, everyone. This is the podcast, Kidmin Out Loud. I am your host, Jamie Doyle. This is my podcast where I attempt to clearly articulate a tip, idea, or concept that will help you in your ministry to children and families and concurrently be conscious of your time. The ideas for these episodes come from you, the listener. So if you have an idea for a future episode or a burning question, or you just want to listen to me pontificate and ramble on and on and on about all things Kidmin, go to jamiedoyle.com. That's J-A-M-I-E-D-O-Y-L-E.com. Click on the podcast tab. You'll find a contact form where you can fill that out. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, you can also hit me up on Facebook. Just do a search or my Twitter at Jamie underscore Doyle. Well, this is episode three. Can you believe it? It's suggested to us by Ben Murray from Harbor Church out there on Long Island in New York. Ben is a longtime friend, and he suggested via my Facebook solicitation uh, the variety that I employ in scheduling a kids' church, the kids' church format, and do we switch it up often. This is great because the last two episodes, we discussed some nuts and bolts that should help you build your team. But you know, I want variety as part of this podcast series, and so this episode deals with one of my favorite topics, kids' church. Man, I love kids' church. It's the place where when I was a kid, my kid's pastor, a children's ministry veteran and pioneer, Carl Lindelin, he made the Bible come alive. He put an emphasis on worship and times of prayer. He made it a place where kids could get involved. Now, there's no definitive answer as to the best way to structure a kids' church service. It's going to vary depending on your scenario, your situation, your church, your culture. But in this episode, I can tell you how I structure my services by telling you the things that are typically included in my services. The same might be true for you, but hopefully this will help you out. The next episode, I want to tell you about some special service uh, related formats that I've used to help me make my kids' church services flow more effectively. But first, let's talk about the stuff in the service. So let me just name each one of these things, give a brief description. If you're not including these in your children's service, consider doing these things. Uh, first of all, of course, we have the preaching and teaching of the Word. And this is, of course, where all the fun and exciting and memorable methods are employed. Storytelling, illusions, characters, scripture games, puppets, ventriloquism, all that stuff. You need to have a time of praise and worship. We want kids to respond, so we lead some fast and fun action songs that are appealing to both boys and girls. Songs that are made just for kids and the popular praise and worship songs that are either on the radio or we hear from the main service here at our church. Uh, it just gives kids a, a sense of familiarity sometimes. Later, we're going to lead into some slow, expressive songs, maybe one or two, where we will encourage children to lift their hands and audibly worship. Then we also have times of giving and stewardship. I teach on tithing and missions. We show kids what their offerings do as far as helping our church continue to function, as well as reaching people all over the world. We do various giving contests and, and campaigns for specific projects, and I encourage you to do the same thing. We, of course, have announcements. Kids need to know what's going on and what's happening for them in our church. We do use group games. Games can help us meet a physical need, which can oftentimes help prepare children to pay attention. 
Games can also be used to reinforce the lesson or the theme. And of course, we have audience interaction. We want audience interaction, the children one with each other, and then with our team. And so our service starts before the service starts. In other words, your team begins to personally minister to kids as soon as they walk into your church. So we give some time before the actual service begins for activities. This gives the kids a chance to interact with others, spend time with friends, make new friends. Um, This also helps us enforce our rules about talking. We remind them they get loads of time to hang out and talk and move around before and after the service. And this also gives our team a chance to interact with the kids. We simply play the games and engage in activities and start and continue conversations. We want to have prayer and response times. You know, God is working in the hearts of kids. Do you believe that? So we leave time in the service for a response. Uh, We'll have times of prayer for specific needs, prayer for salvation and forgiveness, extra times of worship and even prayer stations. We want to allow children to have an experience with their Lord. For more, you can go to my bookstore, get my book on effective altar calls and Kidman. It's available as a hard copy or an ebook. Just go to jamiedoyle.com and go to my resources tab, uh, follow it to the bookstore. So let me just say this. These things will always exist in our services. Even though they may shift around a little bit, we want to keep those things consistent. Uh, even if they do move from place to place, kids have come to expect that these are the kinds of things we're going to do in our kids' services. Well, I hope this has helped you out. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to tell you about some different service-related formats that I've used to, again, help us make the kids' service flow more effectively. I sure hope you'll join me once again. And remember, if I can do it, you can do it.